0: Hello and welcome to The Crumb, a podcast from Bake From Scratch Magazine. We're here to talk baking in all forms, the people, the culture, and the baked goods that make us run to preheat our oven. Hello and welcome to The Crumb. I'm Kyle Grace Mills, the Managing Editor of Bake From Scratch Magazine.
1: And I'm Brian Hart Hoffman, the Editor-in-Chief of Bake From Scratch. And we are so excited to have you back for another episode of our Better Baking Academy with Bob's Red Mill. And this month, our module is light as air and oh so delicious as we celebrate strawberry season with an amazing roulade.
0: I think that roulade is often associated with the Bush de Noel, which is the classic rolled chocolate cake that they make during Christmas time. Um, but it is also so perfect for the summer and springtime because you can fill it with jam. Your, your, any seasonal produce that you love could become the star of a beautiful roulade because I liken it to a strawberry shortcake or the shortcake formula where it's a mildly sweet base dough for this Genoise cake batter. And then you have the cream that adds a little bit of sweetness. And then the fruit is the strongest point of flavor. And that's what this strawberry roulade does. And it uses just a little bit of this organic all-purpose flour by Bob's Red Mill, but it doesn't have a ton of flour because all of this binding and leavening really comes from the ribbon stage of your egg yolks and the whipping of your egg whites, which is the whole point of this sponge cake that you're eggs are your leaveners they are the steam power engine behind your
1: cake and in this module we take you step by step through that process and what can seem to be intimidating is actually not very hard at all it is a few key things like you mentioned the ribbon stage of our egg whipping in the stand mixer and you really 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 need to get that step correct and then that gentle process of folding in your flour, your cornstarch, so this is something really interesting about the the Genoise and the sponge cake, is that the cornstarch allows for that really soft texture and the flexibility that you get when it's time to roll it up. So these ingredients are incorporated very gently, and then you spread it into a baking pan and bake it in 10 minutes. I mean, this happens so quickly. And then... You take hot cake from this pan and roll it up in a in a kitchen towel. Um, like I, I use a really lightweight, like a tea towel, that uh you then let it cool completely and it forms this muscle memory, as I like to say, so that it knows you wanna roll it right back up after we add that delicious filling. And then the customization, you were talking about the produce, Kyle Grace. I mean, I'm thinking of lemon blueberry. I'm thinking of peach season. I'm thinking of all these things that you could do with that cream filling to really customize it and make it your own and then make it as many different ways as you can. It is perfect as we move into the summer months.
0: And I think it's the most fun cake of all time to slice. I mean, when you slice it, each person gets a perfect spiral a perfect ratio, too, of, you know, filling to cake. It's like, it is the golden ratio for me.
1: And, you know, in a weird way, I feel like roulade might be one of those things that was really popular, like, maybe 20 years ago. And it kind of maybe fell out of the trend or whatever, but then we've seen it come back a lot, too. And then I thought of something else that I'll talk about now is... You know, sometimes when we're practicing recipes or you're learning, it may not work perfectly the first time. You may turn out this cake and realize that it stuck to the pan too much and you, you know, tore the cake or you start to roll it and maybe you didn't have that, that sponge batter done the perfect way and you see that it's breaking and cracking. Guess what? It's still delicious, and I'll tell you exactly what you can do with it. You can make a trifle. Another dessert that maybe lost a little bit of its, like, you know, sizzle of of 20 years ago. I remember my mom used to make trifle all the time when I was little. But I'm thinking now, don't stop the process if something goes awry and you have a sponge that maybe cracked or broke or something. It's still delicious. It's still going to be amazing with that strawberry and cream cheese and whipped cream filling. Um, And then that's another thing that I would say is for anyone that is wanting to make this recipe in a gluten-free version. So Bob's Red Mill has an amazing one-for-one gluten-free baking flour. We tested this recipe with the gluten-free flour. And that substitution does not allow you to roll the sponge. So we did lose that structure from the gluten development that you get from having that gluten flour in the recipe. But it will still bake. It will still be beautiful. It will still be delicious. And I think you could then take that, that sheet tray of cake and you know cut it in half on the length and cut it in half on the width and you have four quarters of cake. Stack those with the fruit filling in between. And then you've got this really beautiful visual stack of cake with the cream cheese and the strawberries and the whipped cream. So there are lots of ways that you could serve all of these elements if you don't make it to the rolling stage. But our module is intended to teach you and show you each step along the way to have that beautiful roulade.
0: Right. And just as a reminder, this trifle would be just in time for the friends reunion. So if anybody is thinking about it in that sense, you know, you could easily put mashed potatoes into this and it would work great. (laughs) Mashed (laughs) potatoes. So for this amazing module, we tapped uh, Carly Flores of Olive and Artisan to come back in and uh, give it a little twist of her own, as well as give us some, you know, insight into Roulade rolling magic.
1: So without further ado, let's turn our conversation in time now to chat with Carly.
0: Hello, Carly, and welcome back to The Crumb.
2: Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to this so much.
1: (laughs) I know it feels like minutes since we spoke last, but... We've had so many amazing, delicious baking days between. I can't wait to have our chat today and tackle a whole other subject matter that's a part of our Better Baking Academy with Bob's Red Mill. And again, you're almost like our chief correspondent coming to us from Portland, the Bob's Red Mill headquarter hometown. This is like the real deal, you know?
2: (laughs) Yes, I'm coming in on Chopper 4.
1: Oh, we're back of that newscaster talk. I love this. I like what we're doing here.
0: (laughs) So uh, our recent module was the roulade. So let's talk about roulade. You know, why do you Mm -hmm. love it? And then why should every baker be baking it? I mean, it is a classic and a quintessential, but what gets you excited about it? And what do you think other bakers should be excited about when they bake it?
2: Yeah, well, first of all, the taste is so great because it's like cream forward, less like upfront frosting taste it's just like this really delicious eggy batter and i just love the taste of it but i also think that so many cultures have their own version of it and like if you master this technique you know you can just hit so many other baked desserts from so many other cultures and traditions and i think it's just really like gonna make you a better baker
1: and i love that you said The cream forward for the filling because I have been describing it to people like you're eating a cloud like dessert that it's not cake heavy, it's not buttercream or like icing heavy, it's. Like Our recipe is that combination of that Genoise, that sponge cake, and then you get Mm -hmm. to this whipped cream filling that in our module, we did strawberry, but I know you took things in a different direction, and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but... You know, I think a lot of people can be intimidated by a roulade because you look at the photo and you think, oh, there Mm -hmm. is no way I can roll up a cake that I just made. So let's chat that out for a minute. What are some of the tips and tricks for bakers that are going to execute this, you know, rolling and then unrolling and then filling and then re rolling? And it starts Mm -hmm. out by rolling a hot cake. So let's talk about all of it Mm -hmm. and you can give us your guidance.
2: Yeah. I I mean, the thing that I always come back to is like the key to making sure the roll is perfect isn't actually starting at the roll. It's starting at whipping those eggs into ribbon consistency because you're actually stretching those proteins in the eggs and giving it strength so that when we do roll it, we're not cracking and breaking and all those things that we're terrified is going to happen. Um, but if we do the batter correctly, like it's so forgiving, and you are going to make sure that it's it's going to be great. And like you said, we roll it up when it's still hot, right? So when it cools, it it hits that shape already. So you're really just putting it back into the place that it already wants to go. So it's actually – I think it's a lot easier than, than we think just looking at the photos.
1: I think so, too. I think it's that – That aha moment when I made it for the very first time that I finally understood what you're doing and not just how pretty (laughs) something looks and the intimidation that you probably immediately could feel. And I always tell people, it's like we're giving this hot sponge some muscle memory. So we're rolling it warm, letting it cool so that when we unroll it, it wants to roll back up and it just happens to then have that delicious filling inside.
2: Exactly. You know, we're just lightly suggesting to this cake (laughs) what it's going to be in the future. (laughs) We're incepting the idea into the cake. (laughs) No, and I I think it's fun that, like,
0: when you you first roll it up on that. tea towel like we use a tea towel usually to mm-hmm. do it but you dust it with confectioner sugar or if you were making a chocolate genoise you could use cocoa powder mm-hmm. but i like that because like it adds an extra sweetness cuz it's a very mildly sweet cake you know it's got kind of mm-hmm. that strawberry shortcake yeah. feel where it's a it's almost mm-hmm. you know like how the biscuit isn't sweet but it has that touch All the sweetness comes from the fresh fruit and the cream you add to it later. Mm -hmm. And using that roll-up to kind of release it nice and cleanly, it also just looks beautiful, like it's been snow-dusted.
2: Yes, gorge, especially around Christmas, too, which I know it's summer. But, yeah, Christmas is great, too.
0: (laughs) I know. I think a lot of people, when they think of roulade, they may – think more of the Bush to Noel. But the fun thing about roulette is, Mm -hmm. and Brian has talked about this before, and he can talk about it again, that we need to bring Bush to Noel to the summer, and we need to have a hummingbird Bush to Noel, but like a summer solstice Bush to Noel. Yeah.
1: I think my brain is- I'm like obsessed with that. My brain just wants, like once I get obsessed with something, and this all stemmed from our holiday, (laughs) I did a baking class for a Bush to Noel, and I got so into this. Then my brain was like, I need to make a hummingbird sponge cake, and then I need to make a red velvet, (laughs) and then I need to also do this as just a, you know, a wedding cake profile with the almond only, and then, like, my brain wants all the rolled cake. All of it. (laughs) I love
2: that. Oh, my gosh. You can make those cute little pineapple flowers for the hummingbird version?
1: Yes.
2: See, so this is
1: how friends collaborate in the baking world. This is what we do. <laughs> yes. And and along the lines of collaboration, in our beta, our Better Baking Academy, you get the challenge of taking our module and then making it your own. So tell me about the recipe that you created for this month's module and how to push things in a different direction.
2: Yeah, so I did a blackberry goat cheese four version, and pettifor is just Actually, I think it's French for small oven, but it's basically a small cake. um And so I love the combo of goat cheese and fruit, especially in the summer. And I do this thing we, our version of blackberries here in Oregon is the Marionberry. Yeah, it's a very like short season, but it's so good. And, uh, yeah, so I make a, a marionberry pie, and I kind of dot it with goat cheese. And that was sort of the 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 inspiration on the flavor po- profile for this. And I think it just turned out so good. It was so fun to make, and it was so fun to make these cute little tea cake versions of, you know, the big roll the big presentation. Um, but I could just see how cute they would be, like, you know, on a little stand next to to some, like, you know, iced tea or something like that in the (laughs) summer, but that was kind of the info, yeah.
1: (laughs) And I think that's showing people these creative ways to then make it their own. I think, you know, I hope people aren't sick of hearing me say this, but when I talk about baking, Mm -hmm. especially You know, once you master the sponge cake and once you've mastered the rolling and the technique side of it, start getting creative. You could do lemon zest Mm -hmm. and blueberry in the filling. You could, I mean, when produce is calling, we answer and- I know you live in the, (laughs) you live in the Northwest and I used to live in Seattle and I think about Mm -hmm. the jubilation of when the Washington state cherry season begins and those Rainiers are coming in Mm -hmm. and how that with almond and the cream, you could just have this amazing cherry filling. So I, my brain just let the produce tell you where it wants to go. But once you've got the technique, this is a really fun way to work with it.
2: Exactly, I love that idea. Now that I, now that you're talking about cherries, now I want to make a cherry <laughs> almond relish. <roulotte. laughs>
0: no, <Dang> it, it. <laughs> yeah, that's and it's funny y'all say that because I used to not like cherries at Ooh. all, but it was because the cherries I was having were just not the mm-hmm. classic ones, and I finally yeah. got some Rainier. Yeah, say that right. Yeah, Rainier yes. Washington oh, cherries, yeah. and it. Cha- I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is what cherries actually taste like, and it. Oh, I've yeah. been in love with them ever since. And it just you takes you sometimes
1: having the perfectly right produce to know how good something can be. And we're almost at peach season here in Alabama. So guess mm-hmm. what we're gonna be doing? We're gonna fill a roulade <laughs> with peaches. <What?
0: laughs> yeah, no, peaches I've never turned down, ever. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're an Alabama girl.
0: Yeah. So Yeah. So, peaches I mean. and like a clafouti.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: So obviously, speaking of all this uh, amazing summer produce, you live in you know Portland, and we would love to hear what you're ex- most excited about be baking this summer, and you know what produce is nearest and dearest to your heart this summer for baking.
2: Oh man, I don't know if I could pick a favorite child, but <laughs> I'm really excited for fruit pies just in general. I have always lived in a place that didn't have AC. And I just like just dread making anything in my oven in those like peak summer months, but i have i've lived live in a home now it's like fully air conditioned, and I'm gonna be running the oven twenty four seven making all the pies, all the hand pies that I can get my hands on.
1: That's like summer baking revenge for all the years that you've had to keep <laughs> the oven cool to preserve that no air conditioning environment. <laughs>
2: Exactly, like now you know it it's it's my turn, <laughs>
1: yeah, that <laughs> oven is on the air conditioning is blasting, it is baking season with summer <laughs> fruit, and pie will be the name of the game. I like it. Just don't look at oh, your power yeah.
0: bell, don't look at your power bell, <laughs> I promise,
1: <laughs> well, speaking of being in a fully air conditioned place, I wanted to ask you, where are you talking to us from today, Carly? <laughs>
2: I am coming to you live from my bathroom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's not just any bathroom. I want you to tell, because social media, we're following the journey. What's going on?
2: (laughs) We bought a 1974 ranch home that it it has never been touched. And so we are giving some TLC to it, and the the bathroom was the first thing we did. It's the only thing that's finished, so it's kind of my sanctuary. And uh, they had these amazing, like, uh, light fixtures that sort of, um, I can't even explain them, but they're just so 1970s, and I love them so much. And so the whole idea around this bathroom was to, like, focus on those, and so I got some stick-on wallpaper, and I changed out the vanity, and it just brought new life. The room and to the lights, and I love it here. And I'm just going to bring my bed in here and, and take a nap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that plan. So, in this yeah. <laughs> renovation, are we dreaming up this kitchen where the oven's going to run all summer? Tell us about what's going on in in the in the heart of the home where the food okay. is made and the baking takes place.
2: Oh, I'm so excited! So we we totally just gutted the kitchen. Uh, we got. We had to get, you know, updated electricity and all the different things like that. Um, And, yeah, so we have put in some shaker cabinets. We have our appliances. They just came yesterday. We've got a big, um, what do you call it, like a a skirt sink or whatever. It's like a farmhouse thing. Oh, yeah. And then, um, yeah, and it's – oh, apron, apron sink. Apron front.
1: (laughs) I was thinking, too. I was like, Brian, think on this also. (laughs)
2: Uh, so that's coming, and then I'm getting um, some beautiful, like, um, almost gray uh, courts that are going to come and get fitted, and we'll do, like, a, a plate shelf, and it's just going to be, the whole vibe is just to be a real, like, cook's, baker's workshop, you know, it's utilitarian, like, there's plenty of space for plenty of kitchen, cooks in the kitchen, and, I just want it to feel so homey. And I think a lot of kitchens lately have gotten so cold, you know, and there's nothing on the counter. And I just want to bring back that like warm feeling that you get when you went to like grandma's kitchen. So that's what I'm going for. And I hope I can pull it off.
0: I think that's great. And I think you made a very good choice on the gray quartz. My mom went with black. Quartz and that thing shows every streak it is contrary to what you would think of like oh you know it won't show up no everything it drives her insane (laughs) as soon as I touch it with my grubby little child hands even though I'm a full grown woman (laughs) I ruin the surface so that gray is gonna behoove you both for photo shoots and uh (laughs) for any grubby children that come your way (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> exactly. And and that's the thing, too, is like I picked the one that had like the most movement because I was like, it's going to be a mess all the time. We're going to hide some stuff.
1: <laughs> well, I love it. I love following along, too. So keep sharing everything with us on social media because, you know, I think baking was a huge theme during the pandemic. Real estate has been a huge thing during the pandemic. Renovations mm. have been a huge thing during the pandemic, and you're <laughs> delivering all of that to us so that we can follow along every step of the way.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's my pleasure.
1: <laughs> well, Carly, it has been so fun to chat with you again. I am so happy that you're a part of the Better Baking Academy with us this year, and I cannot wait to bake this blackberry and goat cheese version of the roulade
2: yeah thank you guys so much. It's been so fun.
1: All right. We'll talk to you next time when we're back in just a few months
2: i I need an excuse
0: to renovate a kitchen. I don't know what I need to buy or who I need to what friendship <laughs> I need to weasel into to help them. i just I feel like I need to renovate somebody's kitchen like we get into that
1: and then what about like recording podcast episodes from a renovated bathroom that like i mean right yes
0: no i mean i know that you can also do podcasting from your car but i like the idea of i've just put up the most beautiful scenic wallpaper and so now this is my happy place
1: carly delivered with that and she delivered with her amazing version of the roulade I just have to say. And like she was saying, the blackberry in Oregon is Marionberry. And, and when I lived in the Northwest, I Marionberry pies are so delicious in the summertime. So she's gonna be baking pie. Marionberry's on that list. It it's a delicious summer in front of her. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you all for joining again for another episode of the Better Baking Academy. Just as a reminder, we have, uh, it's all available online. If you go to our website, you can sign up. Brian does a Zoom class every module. He does a IGTV, so please look at that. And of course, we have the modules that you can print out and view online Anytime you want. And do not forget about the Facebook group. I mean, I anytime you guys say. bake this, post the pictures of it. I promised you there are so many people on there and they are so excited. As excited as you are to bake, they are so excited to see you bake it as well. And
1: I love seeing this group as it's grown and become so supportive of each other and ideas that we haven't thought of you're thinking of and telling us so that we are all improving our baking skills and ideas and everything together so yeah hop into that facebook group be a part of our better baking academy community Stock up on Bob's Red Mill, amazing products so that you're ready to bake each month as we release our module. And I am so excited about next month. We have a gluten-free coffee cake that is perfect for summer, studded with berries. We are definitely celebrating the produce of the season. It is going to be delicious. But thank you all for tuning in. We wish you all happy baking and better baking with Bob's Red Mill. We'll see you. Well, actually, we'll chat with you next time. We're not going to see you.
0: If you liked our podcast, please rate, subscribe, and tell a friend about us. To keep up with all of our baking endeavors, follow our editor-in-chief and co-host, Brian, on Instagram at Brian Hart Hoffman. You can follow Bake From Scratch on Instagram at The Bake Feed. For online recipes and fresh baking content, go to our website, bakefromscratch.com, and sign up for our newsletter, Preheat. Finally, for in-real-life baking inspiration, grab our magazine on newsstands, or subscribe through our website.